Ryan McCarthy, watching in upstate New York, says, why does Saskatchewan have the best town names? Paradise Hill, Moose Jaw. Well, he says Flin Flon, and that's actually Manitoba. And frankly, I'm partial to Medicine Hat. How about that? I also learn something every day. We learned today that Flin Flon Manitoba stands for Flint Betty Flonaton, a fictional character from a 1905 novel. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to your favorite daytime sports talk show. It's the RP Show. Coming to you on Game Plus Television, live streaming on YouTube as well. Welcome to uh, a rainy day here in South Florida. Gorgeous day up in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. That's where the moose joins us from, the uh, affable co-host and uh, president of DuPont Media. How you doing, Moose? What do you know today? It's uh, yeah, a bit of a winter wonderland. We got a little snow on the ground today. It's actually it's a little crisp, but uh, it's it's overall it's pretty good. Awesome, man! You know, I came out here <laughs> onto the set because uh, I set the gear up like an hour ago, and there was rain like three feet in on a little bit of my gear. I'm like, no, oh no! But hey, we're rolling, we're rolling, and we're ready to have some fun over the next two hours. And uh, coming up on the program today. Well, what should I call him? One half, formerly of Tim and Sid. Sid Sixero is going to be joining us from Breakfast Television Toronto. A lot of things to get through with our friend Sydney. That's in hour one. And in hour two, Andy McNamara, literally a jack of all trades, uh, Sportsnet fantasy expert, host of the Browns podcast, former voice of the Ticats. A couple of uh, ambidextrous guests coming up on the program today. But more than anything... Two hours of Moose and I and the viewers. That's what we do here every day. With some photographic evidence, too, by the way, that I'm looking forward to. Could we get... Are you ready to go with the Quick Six Show uh, topics? Yeah, I'll take that as a yes. Uh, listen, there's breaking news today that I'm not going to get to here. It's like point four in the Quick Six. And it has to do with the National Football League and a little to do with the NHL. But we're going to open up with Tuesday night's one-timers from the NHL, okay? And Clark, have those photos ready. It's it's not for this, but I'm just going to go in order that they had it from the Canadian press. Cam Atkinson had three goals and a helper to lead the Philadelphia Flyers to a 6-1 victory over the New Jersey Devils Tuesday night. In Boston, Max Pacioretty scored twice to lead Vegas over COVID-depleted Boston 4-1. Robin Leonard made 23 saves for the Golden Knights, who... Don't look now, but have won for the fifth time in six games. Uh, down here in Sunrise, Florida. Don't, don't, don't. Oof. Josh Norris scored two goals. Anton Forsberg made 33 saves. And the Ottawa Senators upset the Florida Panthers 8-2. I was there. Nick Brown scored two late power play goals. Drake Batherson had a goal and two assists. Tim Stutzla, Dylan Gambrell, and Austin Watson also scored for Ottawa. And for the Panthers... It was just their second loss at home all year. Sam Reinhart and Hoobie Dooby Doo, Jonathan Huberdeau scored. But if you want to know why they lost, the proof's in the pudding here. Florida goaltender Spencer Knight gave up a career worst eight goals on 38 shots. So uh, there you go. But we had some fun before the game. Clark's got some photo evidence, as I said. I'm not sure which order he's going to throw them up here. But this was um, me. That was between the benches. Moose, you you went in Rome. You dress for the occasion, right? That's right. So that's me right in front of the Ottawa Senators bench, right between theirs and the Panthers. And there's a funny story about that. Uh, I took that shot of Brady Kachuk. And listen, Ottawa's struggling record-wise, but they're not going to be struggling for long. I could not believe how young 
the Ottawa team is, and there's the recently named captain, and you just cannot take your eyes off this guy. It's one thing to watch them on television. It's another to watch them live. He is worth every penny of his $8 million annual average value contract. And is that it, or did we have one? Yeah, I stuck, I stuck around for the opening face-off to take that shot. Brady was lined up on the left wing. But Moose, should I tell the story about the suicide box? Should I tell that one? Yeah, absolutely. But it just We're getting so many questions about rod what's the deal in florida and with the panthers and i can't i've said it so many times i'm getting tired of saying it but the panthers have just been unbelievable and in terms of rolling out the red carpet so that's the second yeah. game that i went down there into the suicide box and i was going to stay for a while but a guy came down and he was an older guy he had the uh, dyed brown uh, brown hair he had chains on and he's, he comes into the suicide box, and he's like, are you with the Panthers? And I said, no, media, I'm just staying until the first whistle, and then I'll go, are you the team doctor or something? Because he looked like that kind of guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> looked like he Flashy, had some money. Not really expecting yep. to work yes. tonight, but if he had to get called in, he would. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. And he's like, no, these are just my seats. He might as well have just said, I am rich. You know? Exactly. But he goes, uh, How about that? he goes, I got another guy. I got another guy coming now to join me here right away. And I said, hey, listen, man, I'm just getting some photos. I'm going to take off out of here. But the funny thing is, God love the God's team, the Regina Pats. But they wouldn't even allow you to go into the suicide box at a Pats <laughs> game. And here's the Florida Panthers saying, Rod, you, Bob's well, your uncle. You'd be nice it, to it people. Awesome. And, and they'll be nice back to you. You treat people well. You build relationships. But that's funny because the Rush did that, hey? The Saskatchewan Rush. I remember our buddy uh, Phil Gross got to sit for part of a game on the Rush bench. Anything to yep. get the fans involved and upsell. So they're putting these people in Florida apparently right between the benches. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, I, I didn't even have the um, gumption to ask him what he paid. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, just you go in there, dress up, treat them with respect. And yeah, like you say, you'll get treated with the same. So it was it was a lot of fun. But again, eight to Ottawa. We'll come back around on that a little later. Um, other games, Matthew Joseph scored with one thirty five left in overtime to give Tampa Bay a three two win over Los Angeles. Look out for those lightning. Evan Rodriguez scored his ninth goal of the season, added two helpers and Pittsburgh beat reeling Montreal five two. Alex Nedeljevic made 33 saves, and the Detroit Red Wings ended a three-game skid. They beat the Islanders 2-1. Rasmus Dahlin scored twice, and Buffalo snapped a seven-game winless streak with a 4-2 victory in Winnipeg. And I just saw a very cute comment on Twitter from a Jets fan who said, if Winnipeggers weren't so cheap, there'd be more jerseys thrown onto the ice here tonight. So we're going to come back around on that, too. Um, Justin Falk, Ryan O'Reilly, and Vladimir Tarasenko scored in the third period. St. Louis snapped Dallas's eight-game home winning streak, 4-1 in Texas. The game that you watched real closely, Austin Matthews had two goals, and Toronto won its second straight, beating struggling Edmonton 5-1. Wayne Simmons, TJ Brody, and Morgan Riley also scored for the Leafs. Jack Campbell made 35 saves. Colton Sevier scored the lone order goal. The losers of six straight, including all five in their current homestand, and Miko Kostinen, Made 20 saves in the loss. I'm getting to the end of it here. Valerie Nachushkin had two goals. Kale McCarr and Miko Rantanen also scored in Colorado. Beat the Rangers 4-2. Ryan Donato broke a scoreless tie early in the third period of his return to San Jose. And Seattle snapped a three-game slide, beating the Sharks 3-1. And Bo Horvat scored twice. And Vancouver rallied from three goals down to beat Columbus 4-3. It's the Canucks' fifth straight win. Come on. 
since Bruce Boudreaux took over as coach. So we can talk about all those games and bring in the viewer comments if you wish. Obviously, my breakdown of the Panthers-Senators game is, is on Twitter. The, the Panthers, they can't fall down by a bunch of goals and just think in the third period we're just going to turn it on and come back. That doesn't happen forever. I don't know if, if for sure that's what happened last night, but it was their worst game of the season. The Oiler game, I'm interested in your analysis, but I guess an Oiler fan threw a jersey on the ice last night there, which has been happening in Toronto for years. And our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center came from my little cranium here. It is, would you throw your team's jersey onto the ice? I haven't seen, I just put it up just before we went to air, so I have no idea what the results are right now. But I can tell you, for me, it's an emphatic no. And that's why I put three exclamation marks behind that option in the tweet, Moose, because, listen, here's a little hashtag dad advice, okay? If we can get the moose there. Hashtag dad advice from Jim Peterson, my dad, who said, cheer as loud as you want for your own team. Don't ever boo the other team. Don't ever boo the other team. And to boo your own team? Unthinkable. And the world of James William Peterson. So, A, I would never do it. B, with the cost of those things? Are you kidding me? An emphatic no for me. But maybe you're different. Maybe the viewers are different. What, what, what's never. your answer to that poll? Never, 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 never. I would never do it. Not throw my jersey on the ice. I mean, I would maybe... I, I wouldn't wear the paper bag on my head either. But at least that's funny. Um, but look, I get it. Oiler fans, especially in that building, because... They're so passionate, but so are Leafs fans. And there's so many of them across Western Canada that it's like 50-50 when you have these games. When, when Toronto or Montreal do their little Western Canadian tour, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver. And they're loud. They were loud last night, too. And you hate losing to Toronto. And the Leafs, I think, are now like 9-0-1 at Rogers Centre. So it's like they go into the building and win all the time. And so Oiler fans are just like, come on. We hate losing to Toronto, and we're doing it again. And now they've lost a few in a row here, and they've given up. But their team's in a playoff spot. Their team's still in a playoff spot, and they're still very good. I wouldn't be throwing my jersey at all in Edmonton. I just snuck a quick peek, and on YouTube, the voters, 92% of voters saying no, they wouldn't throw their jersey onto the ice. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg writes, and he says, I wouldn't throw a jersey on the ice because A, jerseys are expensive, and B, I don't want to get kicked out of the game. Um, hilarious story. Well, from University of Phoenix Stadium. I was there watching the Cowboys and the Cardinals. 2011, but Derek Duke Myers, and he actually just texted me the other day. There was right. the game where Jason Garrett, the Cowboys head coach, iced his own kicker. Yes. He... He kicked, you remember that game? He kicked, yes. he made it, but just before he made the field goal, Garrett's like, dee, 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 he calls a timeout on his own kicker. So they line up and do it again, and they miss. He misses, they go to overtime and lose. Derek rips off his Deion Sanders Cowboys and throws it. Of course, we're up on the nosebleeds because we're too cheap to get lower. And the security guard grabbed the jersey and brought it back up to Duke. Did I ever tell you that? No. <laughs> I know. Not only did they not kick him out, they're like, here you go, sir. You, you seem to have dropped this. It fell so, off. Uh, yeah. Wayne, uh, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, Rod, your dad is a great man and fan. I've never booed any of my teams. 
Um, Jennifer from the Four Seasons watching, she says, would never, ever do that. Mike Horgan watching in Toronto says the orders look like the Maple Leafs did a couple of years ago. They're still quite a ways off. Oh, my God. I hope not. They were the number two team in Canada last year. No, yeah. but I might be wrong. I might be wrong. And I guess we got a few more minutes in this segment. I might be wrong in saying, well, I was definitely wrong when I said the orders are just in a swoon. That was when they'd lost three in a row. Now it's six. Yeah. But as I was coming home from the Panthers game last night, I'm listening on the radio and they're like, coming up at nine, Oilers and Leafs. I'm like, what? I'm ready for bed. I'm not staying up to watch this. So I didn't see any of it. How bad are the Oilers? Or was it even the real Oilers? They're not that bad. You know, you got to look at it a couple of ways too. They're undermanned. I mean, McDavid is playing with Jesse Pugliarvi and Warren Fogle on the top line. I mean, Pugliarvi is a good player. Folk, they're both good players, but that's supposed to be your number one unit. I mean, without Nuge, they were without Zach Hyman last night. They're extremely banged up. They didn't have their coach. Dave Tippett was off the bench, precautionary reasons. So Glenn Gullitson and Jim Playfair were the two coaches. Now, they're very capable. They've both been head coaches in the league. I mean, Gullitson's had a couple of tours of duty. And, you know, Edmonton outplayed Toronto for most of that game. They really did. I mean, Dreisaitl missed an empty net in the opening period that would have opened the scoring. It was a great chance, and nobody knows how he missed that. He scores from there even when the goalie's in position. I mean, the net was wide open. So he missed that. That was unfortunate. And then right at the end of the period, Matthews gets the goal from Tavares on the power play, and that seemed to just be like, okay, nothing's going to work for Edmonton today, no matter how good they play. And Toronto's just more opportunistic. They finish. They don't miss on their chances. And when they went up two and then three nothing in the second period, it was over. Edmonton's like, look, it's not happening tonight because Jack Campbell's playing at an elite level. He's got a sub two goals against average. So it was just a frustrating night for the Oilers. And they continue to not score first. They've never won when they've been been trailing after one period all season. They've they haven't shown an ability to come from behind. And so that's maybe the only concern that comes out of last night is, you know, once you're down, they haven't shown an ability to come back. Uh, Jeff in the zone watching on YouTube says, Hey Rod and Darren, would you throw your hat onto the ice for a hat trick? Nope. Wouldn't do that either. I got thirty thousand dollars invested in this hair. I'm not wearing a hat. A and uh, B, I'm just not doing it. As Patrolman Pete said, you know, I don't want to risk getting thrown out. But when the, what, you know, everybody loves the dad stories. The one thing about my dad, it's not like he was averse to throwing things on the ice. When I was playing, if there was, if we were getting peppered, me, of course, being a goalie, and I was <laughs> needing a blow, as they say in football, my dad would reach into his pocket and throw some change on the ice. And then bang on the, go down, bang on the glass and go, hey, 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 there's some change on the ice. Somebody threw some change on the ice. So then they, they would stop the game and I would get a breather. My dad uh, would do That's that. That's a great coaching trick. You know, pennies. I know coaches that just toss pennies on these. Off to the plays over here, right? Toss some pennies and be like, guys, there's, they're throwing. like, And then you got to get 15, 20 seconds or they toss a water bottle on the ice or whatever just to buy your team some time. But the hat thing, no, I wouldn't. I mm -hmm. mean, I grew up... I mean, that's, that's 15, 20. Now some of the nicer hats are 40 bucks. I mean, doesn't matter if I got money to buy a new one or not. I'm just like, it's, it's money. I mean, I, I yeah. like hat tricks. I like hats going on the ice for hat tricks. I really do. And I want to throw my hat, but I'm just like, 
I don't want to spend $15 on a new hat. I'm going to keep it. Yeah, you're cheap. Cheap. Um, we've spent the entire segment on point one, which is fine, but just another dad story. Have you ever been knocked unconscious, Moose? Have you? Yes. Yeah, quite a feeling, right? I had I uh, a guy came through the crease and butt-ended me right here. The last thing I remember is these green and yellow gloves and boom, done. And when I came to, my dad was standing over me in the crease. He'd scaled the glass. I don't know what happened in between, but dad was like, <laughs> weird feeling getting, uh, getting knocked out. Anyways, yeah. we're going to take a timeout and come back with points five through six. We do have some CFL stuff. Bombers, got my bomber blue on today. The breaking news that has to do with COVID, that's why I'm kind of delaying it, but we'll, we'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.